0: Happy Monday, Seattle hockey fans, Seattle sports fans. It is another episode of Locked on Kraken. We are going to talk about some players that we have updates on, given their arbitration cases. We're going to take you to one of our new players that we collected in free agency and then ask the question what's going on with Vince Dunn? And just overall, how the Seattle Kraken have done so far in free agency. All that and more coming up on this episode. Monday's episode of Locked On Kraken. You are Locked On Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Kraken, What's Kraken, Seattle hockey fans? Welcome to another episode of Locked on Kraken, where we bring you your favorite team every single day. I am your host, Erica L. Ayala. I am a new contributor over at CBS Sports, but I have written for Forbes, The New York Times, uh, The Athletic, which essentially are now the same thing, uh, and a bunch of other places, including NHL.com. Before it was backslash Kraken, wrote, On Actually, the day that the Seattle Kraken rebranded or officially unveiled their logo and branding, I was a part of the team bringing you some content there. So it's been a crazy ride here, including, of course, our second round appearance in the Stanley Cup playoffs. And so that Of course, begs the question, what is season three going to look like for the Seattle Kraken? I talked recently on a podcast with a few other uh, black hockey journalists, and we we were saying, you know, all good things for the Seattle Kraken. But when are we going to really push the envelope in free agency? So you're going to hear me talk about that for the everydayers throughout the week. That's the big question that we have in this off season. Are we going to make moves this off season at the trade deadline? When are we going to kind of spice things up and get some bonafide superstars that we know once they hit the ice for the Kraken, at least on paper, are expected to shine and excel in the NHL. But first, let's talk about who we actually do have. Um, You know, we talked about last week some players that uh, were headed to an arbitration case. Basically, what that means is that the players camp in the Seattle Kraken couldn't quite figure on a number that they felt was amical, amicable um, to, for all parties. And so they want a third party to look at some of the facts, um, particularly or particular to the players performance and then gauge the um, what their salary is going to be. A lot of times, as we have seen with a few of our very own guys, uh, you don't even get to the hearing um, and a deal is made. But we did get... Will Borgen. We made a deal with Will Borgen. So we talked about that last week on Friday's episode, I guess. But we also have two more guys that are going to be in the system with us, Cole and Kale. So let's start with Cole Lind. There you go. Agreed to terms on the forward. It's a one year, two way contract with the standard seven, seven, five, a, a V. And also agreed to terms with kale flurry a defenseman it's going to be a two-year term five eight hundred k a a v and these two re-signings if you will again not wanting to go to arbitration with these two particular guys kind of takes me back to the big overarching question what are the plans for the seattle kraken in the immediate in the intermediate and in the long term i i think that it's safe to say that neither one of these guys was necessarily a big splash for the Seattle Kraken when it came to their production on the ice in what was really a fantastic season. And so let's start with Kale Flurry. And we'll take a look at, you know, his numbers for the Seattle Kraken. Again, I think we are definitely building up our our system, and I think that that's extremely valuable. But again, where do we find the balancing act between building up the system and kind of getting folks that can do something for us in the immediate? So we're heading over to Kale Flurry, um, you know – 2017 third round pick from Montreal. We get him of course, um, with our inaugural season, but, um, you know, you see that he's played only 62 games in the NHL and. And 21 of those games were for the Seattle Kraken. Um, no goals, only one assist. Um, for the Kraken, and he's got two points overall in the National Hockey League. So now, is that necessarily the worst thing in the world? Well, I mean, you know, it, it all depends on, on how you look at it. Is he a piece that we're going to use later on? Is there something that the Seattle Kraken we're seeing in practice that made Kill Flurry want to be a guy that the Kraken kept around? Um, you know, it's it's tough to say, but I think – that we certainly haven't seen Kale Flurry be the kind of guy, at least in the Kraken on the Kraken team, that um, has really been able to, if you will, crack the roster. So now, what about Cole Lind? This is the two-way contract, and um, you know Cole is in a different situation a little bit from Kale Flurry, but. So for Cole, it makes more sense to look at his AHL numbers. You see that in 22, 23, 72 games played 30 goals and 32 assists, 91 penalty minutes. And you can see, you know, he was effective, obviously good run for the Coachella Valley Firebirds this year and was great also for the, uh, the checkers, but obviously performed even better with, um, the Firebirds. So, You know, this is a a forward, though, and again, I'll say it time and time again, the Seattle Kraken really need to build up their defensive core. We need everything on the defensive side of things, and, uh, you know, we don't have Vince done yet. We'll talk about that in the next segment. We, you know, we get... Kale Flurry, but again, he hasn't cracked that roster. Will Borgen, I think, is a great guy. Love that he's, him and Natty Veneers have a great relationship. We talked about it on the episode on Friday. He's definitely built up and worked hard to, to be a good fit in this Seattle Kraken system. But is he that big defenseman that we need? Is he the puck-moving defenseman? Is he kind of the positionless defenseman that we need? Does he have that? I mean, and and some people do think it's a trend, this positionless hockey and the move to that. I think it's an interesting argument, but even if it is more of a trend, you still want mobile, um, big-bodied, uh, offensive w- players with offensive ability on your squad. And I think it makes them a little bit of a Swiss Army knife if they can do that from the blue line. Because... Here's the thing about defense in any sport. It really is about hard work. It's about anticipation. It's about hockey IQ. So if you have someone who innately has that and can play in a defensive system is really great at, you know, closing gaps and um, anticipating and and we'll hear from one of the defensemen that we got in free agency later on the show. But these are the things that you need to be able to do and it can work in almost any system truly so but do we have the not just the the swag the gravitas but like the do we have that really solid defensive core that's going to push us forward i think we have some pieces there i think there are other pieces that we can certainly get so to me overall and i've been saying this i'll probably keep saying it it really looks like we are collecting we're cashing in those draft picks and trying to to keep some assets as well i don't know how long of or or in the long term how some of the players that we've we've signed um how they fit and one of our youtubers hello to our youtubers also thank you for those listening on audio you can of course find us on all audio platforms for free and that includes the sirius sxm app well i think. to pay serious sxm but anywhere you listen to podcasts you can find locked on kraken um one of our youtube comments was about hey how do we like what's it was an exchange that i've had with someone watching on youtube and i love the comments i do read the comments and i'll respond i respond to most of them if i miss your comment i apologize but i I i'm usually pretty good at responding um And, um, you know, the exchange, the conversation, the back and forth is, are we getting ourselves a little bit too stacked up with small contracts? And that's going to hurt us in a couple of years to get a big fish and a big contract. I have been talking on the show for the everyday years, you know this, about the balancing acts between those two things, because I do think it's important to have assets. I do think it's important to run players through the development system. And obviously, Coachella Valley is a pretty solid development system. I should say, I will put an asterisk on that. I like what we've seen year over year from the Charlotte Checkers to the Coachella Valley Firebirds, not just in results, obviously playing in game seven of the Calder cup finals. That's pretty massive. It's great experience for our guys, including how to work through fatigue. That's like an, that's like a sub subtopic of mine. Anyway, I'm going to get off my soapbox to finish this thought. My thought being that we've seen really early returns, and good early returns regarding our development system. I've talked on the show that I liked, but Disco Dan, Biles got Cooking, him and Jessica Campbell. Jessica Campbell's been on the show before. We've talked about this. I like it on paper. I like it in theory and in practice. Everyone now knows the Seattle Kraken we are a team that's really going to build our guys up. And that's not just in the farm systems. That's also on the Seattle Kraken team and throughout that roster. So that's why the, the uh, kale flurry thing makes sense to me because I, I believe that there are probably things that we're just not seeing and that kale has made some improvements. Hello. We talked about Will Borgen and that was kind of his MO from season one to season two. That being said, The balancing acts, right, that I keep talking about is you need veterans to win in any sport. I am a firm believer in that. You need folks that know how to push their body and their mindset through the fog and the the fatigue that is the Stanley Cup playoffs. You need that. We have that in part. We keep getting better every year and we'll talk about that later on the show but not only do you need that but you need a player when you're really ready to make that push to make the stanley cup and to win it you need play at least a player but i would argue at least you know three to five players including a goalie and you know kind of a a dark horse you need about three to five players that are gonna step up that are going to put the team on their back because it's really hard to get an entire roster of hockey minds and hockey athletes in the same mental and physical state to be able to win in the playoffs. That's a, 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 tall order. You've got nagging injuries. You've got, you know, all kinds of things that happen off of the ice that impact players. Um, And to get everyone aligned, that's really tough. So every once in a while you need, and you need to make sure these players are paid well, you need someone that's going to put that team on their shoulder. And that has the skill and the intellect and quite honestly, the disposition to be able to do it. I think we've got a great group. We are all about team Um, Again, you'll hear from players that we're going to you'll hear from people that we got in free agency talking about that one through lines, one through four, lots of confidence. We talked about that last week, but you still need, you know, you still need a really souped up engine sometimes to push you over the hump. So I don't know. I still want a little more. I want a little more. I'm I'm trying to balance my wants for more versus my faith that I have in Ron Francis. You know what I'm saying? Um, drafts are for sure not my vibe. I think I'm a little bit better at uh, looking at talent that we have in our pipeline and that we have active on the NHL roster and sifting out what's missing, what's the, the spice that we need to add. So – Eric Carlson still on the market. Is that where you want us to go? Again, we've been chatting on YouTube about this a lot in the comments. Feel free to join us, but also let me know on social media. Is it Eric Carlson? Is there another big name out there? It, you know, I, I just think we need something. You need something to anchor it on the ice. And quite frankly, sometimes you need something to to make what's happening in Seattle legitimate, which I'm really, I'm I'm almost sorry that I even said that, but it's the reality. We've seen how people cover the Seattle Kraken and it's almost like, you know, national reporters were like, oh, oh no, let me go back to my, you know, media day notes. No one was focused on us. No one was focused on us. That changes when you have certain types of players or certain types of personalities. And does that clash with our kind of blue-collar approach. Generally speaking, yes, I do think it clashes, but I think there's a nice mix. And I think we need some sandpaper. You know, I've been saying it. I think we need some sandpaper. So let's talk a little bit more about that. But welcome back, Cole. Welcome back, Kale. What does this mean for Vince Dunn, especially in the context of what I just said about not wanting to get too many contracts, getting buried under too many contracts where we can't get a big fish in free agency or we can't keep some talent that we've been working on that is now on a rise to fame. Like a Maddie Beneers, Shane Wright, I think has a lot of potential still. Hopefully we we can see some of that. So what do we do about Vince Dunn? What's going to happen in arbitration Are we going to go through the hearing? Is a deal going to get done beforehand? Knowing my luck, something will happen right after I stop recording on this episode. But if that does happen, you're just going to have to come back tomorrow and we'll talk about it. Well, let's think about Vince Dunn and then also our newest uh, free agency acquisition on the blue line, uh, Brian Dumoulin. All right, that's coming up on Locked on Kraken. But first... This episode of Locked on Kraken brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. Take your first swing at betting Major League Baseball on FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet in bonus bets. Up to $200, that is. That's right. You bet 20 bucks and you'll land $200 in bonus bets. That's win or lose. $200 you can spend betting on everything from the money line to who you think is going to hit the first run, all on an app that is safe, it is secure, and super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you'll get paid instantly. There's no better place to bet on Major League Baseball than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. So sign up today by visiting fanduel.com backslash locked on, and you will get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's fanduel.com. Backslash locked on. FanDuel, the official partner of Major League Baseball. Hey, thanks as always for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily routine. Erica L. Ayala here, your host of Locked on Kraken. We've been talking about Cole Lind and Kale Flurry re signing, not going through the arbitration hearing, but. What does that mean for vince dunn and again the big question that we'll be talking about not just this week but probably in the weeks to come is what is the balancing act between getting small kind of micro contracts versus finding a big fish that can help the seattle kraken in the here and now but do you want to risk the culture that the seattle kraken has been curating I think the answer to the latter, at least, is no. So what do we do about the former? So let's talk about Vince Dunn. He is now the lone player that went to arbitration that has not yet re-signed with the Seattle Kraken. Now, we've talked about it before on the show. Vince Dunn says he wants to have A long-term future with the seattle kraken he was the mvp right as voted on by the media and fans for the 2022-23 season uh so what do we do with him now you know he's he's going up uh to arbitration um what what do we want to see and i i talked about it before but just uh, some great work done by the sound of hockey. And um, you should go check out that article where they're really talking about, um, you know, what would a good deal um, look like for Vince Dunn? I know Emerald City Hockey has also talked about this. I mean, some of the, some of what we're seeing from folks is locking in Vince Dunn for eight years Eight years, eight million overall. Is that what we want to do? I mean, we have the salary cap, cap friendly. I think had us we we're at about um, I think nine mil. Um, but do we want to give all of that? I mean, not everything would would hit right away. But um, I mean, is is that what we want to do? Projected cap space by cap friendly is yeah nine million, uh, basically like. Uh, nine point let's round it to 9.7 million um you know we've got 23 roster spots 21 are accounted for so vince dunn and maybe another person what are what are we thinking there um but we got some work to do but some things to keep in mind so we're going into the 23 24 season and on the um and on the restricted free agent side, of, of course, is Vince Dunn. But then by 24, 25, Justin Schultz unrestricted, Jacob Meghna unrestricted. So that might free up some, some money there, not a whole bunch, but a decent amount. Um, and then after that, you've got to figure out what you want to do with um, Adam Larson, Brian Dumoulin, who we'll hear from in a little bit. And Will Borgen, who he just re-signed again that two-year contract. So, I'm the the math for me is my least favorite part, um, and it's not something I feel confident and comfortable projecting. It's literally not my money, um, and I was never great at Monopoly either, but I can talk about the value added. Do I think Vince Dunn has a good upside for us? Yes, absolutely. Do I think Vince Dunn will complement players that I think we can bring in at an elite level on the blue line or for the forwards, for that matter, as well as be that anchor for like Kraken-style hockey Absolutely, yes. I think he's got a great disposition there. I think, he, you know, he still is kind of uh, on the top pairings when it comes to defensemen for us, depending on, again, how we shake things up. Eight million, eight years. Uh, you know, Vince Dunn is, uh, let's see. He is 26. So we're talking 34? Right? Um, f- 34 years old. That's when we tap out of that contract. Ah. <laughs> I mean, anything can happen, right? In eight years. Is Vince Dunn winning a Stanley Cup with the Seattle Kraken? I guess is the question in eight years. Do we need eight years? Eight seems like a lot. What about? five, six, but then what's, again, what's the money? What's the monopoly money that you want to throw at Vince Dunn at like a five, six year? And again, I'm I'm thinking of these numbers in context of Vince Dunn, but I'd really have to crunch the numbers when it comes to other defensemen. And also, I'm sure, I can't imagine that the Seattle Kraken isn't also looking at well, who are some other defensemen that might fit into the molds into the system? and what are their contracts looking like? I'm just looking at the Seattle Kraken contracts. I think that the from what I'm seeing, quick look on cap friendly, the staggering of these contracts is okay for now. Um, you also don't want to overload on forwards too much to where then you're kind of locked in, so to speak, with defensemen. Um, so I want to make sure that there's enough fluidity there. The contracts have been, I think the goalie contracts early on for Seattle, especially after that first season, we were kind of all scratching our heads. Like, are we sure we want to do this? Philip Grubauer able to bounce back. Chris Drieger to be determined, but we know that Joey Decord was signed. So I do think there's going to be some competition at goaltending, I do think that goaltending is still something that we have to keep an eye on. Philip Grubauer and who? Who's going to be his partner there? Is it Joey Decord? I don't know. I don't know that it's Joey just yet. I honestly don't. So, I mean, again, going back to Vince Dunn, there's definitely some things that we got to keep in mind in consideration here. Eight years seems like a lot. Eight million, probably a lot. So what does a deal look like for Vince Dunn? He wants to be here. I think we are better for having him, especially coming off of the season that he had, the season that we had. So what's the right, what's the right mix? Are we going to arbitration? Maybe we do. And then um, Vince can take it or leave it. I hope he takes it. I hope it's a solid, I hope it's a solid fair deal. I hope, I do hope Vince Dunn returns. And if he doesn't, uh, by, and I I don't foresee this happening, but if he doesn't, then what? Because I don't know that we've done enough if Dunn walks out the door. But we'll hear from a defender. We'll walk through his pedigree. And that's coming up on this episode of Locked on Kraken. Thanks, as always, for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily routine. We are free and available wherever you listen to audio podcasts. For my audio listeners, thank you so much. Let me know. Follow us at Kraken, uh, at Locked on Kraken. Let me know what's your favorite platform to listen on? I'm not even sure. I mean, I literally can look at the analytics, but I want to hear from you. Where do you like listening to the Locked on Kraken audio shows? And of course, if you're watching on YouTube, hello. I'm wearing my, uh, it's not a Megan Reno jersey, but it is an OL rain jersey in case you missed it. There's a lot happening in Seattle sports. I've been talking about the All-Star Weekend, which is ongoing, including the draft. Cannot recommend Converge Media Enough that includes, of course, circling Seattle sports, they have been doing a great job. I've learned so much about the region, I've learned so much about the history, just love it. 10 out of 10, no notes. Go check out Converge Media, but um, anyway, that was my long winded way of also letting you know that in sports. In Seattle sports, we learned that Megan Rapinoe, who is preparing to compete in the Women's World Cup as part of Team USA, just had a a friendly against Jessica Fishlock and Team Wales uh, over the weekend. She announced that after this NWSL season, she is retiring. So she pulled a Sue Bird. Sue Bird announced her retirement on the road. Why? Because she was getting ready to play Connecticut. She's not from Connecticut, but went to Yukon and is from New York, wanted to be kind of close-ish to home. So uh, Megan Rapino in the Bay Area is from that part of California um, or close-ish to that part of California and wanted to make that announcement with more family and friends than are traditionally at her games so um yeah I'm sure we'll talk about it, especially as we get March closer to the fall and the OL Reign close out their season and whatever the postseason might look like for them. But uh, just wanted to give some stick taps, if you will, to Megan Rapino on her announcement, and we'll talk about it. But again, circling Seattle sports, Converge Media, I already have mentioned Emerald City Hockey, Sound of Hockey. I learned so much as someone who is not in market as much as I would like to be. Those are some go-tos for y'all when it comes to getting the true flavor and essence of sports in Seattle. Speaking of sports in Seattle and, and kind of what we got going for ourselves. I talked about it earlier on the, on the show on today's episode, but we're going to hear from a free agent acquisition in uh, Brian Dumoulin. I'm probably saying his name wrong. I'm going to work on that. Um, but said it was a top place that he wanted to be, that being Seattle, of course. Um, And why? Because, again, people caught wind of how hard this team works. He said they play a real team game. Love to hear that. And he also talked to us about some of the things that he wants to bring to Seattle, and that's where we're going to pick up uh for this episode i'm not going to play the whole um media availability but you can of course head over to our youtube page and listen to the rest but here is brian dumalin our most recent we'll get started um mike let's start with you go ahead also read off guys Um, personally hope to try to bring to add to that group and add to that mix Yeah, I think, I mean, I really appreciate that in in people's games. And, um, I mean, for me, it doesn't make me have to change my game much. I mean, I'm the type of guy where I try to play as well as I can in the defensive zone, try to break pucks out as quickly as I can, be a good puck mover, and uh, also read off guys. Um, And so that's Brian. He talked to media last week. And he's excited to be here. He knows the pedigree. He knows the culture of Seattle. And that's kind of what we want. And so again, the big question for us in this free agent period, in this offseason, and in what will now be the start of that three to five year window I keep talking about, we're going into season three, folks. What are we going to do to balance the scales? We've built a strong foundation in culture. And I do think there are kind of more blue chip, big ticket guys that are out there that can still fit the culture. But is the price right? Is the timing right? Is, Is the math, mathing, right? Is it the right deal, the right term, the right price, the right player? All of these things, it's its a, a very complex recipe that the Seattle Kraken are trying to cook up here in order to get a real shot at a Stanley Cup. So we'll keep breaking it down. Thank you, as always, for listening to Locked on Kraken and making us a part of your daily routine. We're available for you um, all week, Monday through Friday. We're getting close to our off season, so we'll... I'll jump down to three shows a week for a little bit, but that's not until another week or so, but I'll keep you posted. As always, be kind to yourself. Take some time for self-care because you deserve it. You deserve it. And of course, while you're focusing on self, also find time to be kind to everyone else, to each other. Let's be kind to each other. Until next episode, you know what to do. Hold fast. Stay true and say loud and proud. Let's go cracking. I'll catch you on the next episode. Peace.